Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, today our chat will be on why we need more entrepreneurs and how you can become one. To start our conversation, I want to ask you a question. Have you noticed how the current workforce has changed a lot, especially in the last two years? Well, there are several reasons for this. I will cover some of that that I believe is relevant. Obviously, the COVID pandemic has played a big part, but there's also been a lot of changes prior to this. And if we look at uh, some stats from Deloitte's, and they called it the seven disruptors, well, virtually the reason for a lot of the changes is coming from technology. I think we're all aware of that. A tsunami of data, change in the nature of careers. In other words, you know, people are changing careers and changing jobs. Uh, upskilling and looking for new opportunities, diversity and ge- uh, generational change. That's millennials reaching, you know, 50% of the workforce. That's what's starting to happen. AI and cognitive computing, robotics, affordability, you know, AI, for instance, cost. And finally, explosion in contingent work. So you can actually be, you know, based in one country and doing work in another fairly easily. And the whole job's vulnerable to automation. That's also played a big part where a lot of people are losing their jobs and will continue losing their jobs as per the disruptors I've just mentioned. And of course, there is other reasons as well. And they are probably more the reasons, you know, that people might share from a perspective of personal reasons. Some of the ones might be people are realizing right now that, you know, life is short. And COVID's been a perfect example of that where people have actually passed on due to the whole medical situation we've been facing, you know, and they've realized specifically that we're not going to be here forever. So we better start enjoying ourselves and, you know, and living life. Uh, I think young people have also discovered that the, the 25 year old gold watch concept, in other words, you work for a corporation for 25 years and then you get a gold watch at the end is all over. Uh, and if you want to also control your own destiny, you know, you need to be around people that also have a similar uh, similar values and also similar spirit in reference to uh, going for it uh, and never giving up, where, you know, some environments and some cultures where if that person worked, you know, for a long time, obviously they realise at times that that uh, whole energy of creation and creativity has virtually disappeared. Uh, and finally, you know, yes, entrepreneurship is in vogue. Um, and a lot of people definitely want to get on board with many of the reasons I've just mentioned. So overall, when we think about the pandemic and other crises that the world uh, may have gone through in the past and is going through now, we know that there's a, a very similar correlation there. And the word is called fear. And fear is a, a concept that human beings by nature uh, have a lot of apprehension with because 
although it can be used for good, it can also be used for negative reasons. But fear as a concept is mostly a limiting belief because if you buy the concept of fear, especially in your day-to-day life, I'm not talking about, you know, if you have a, a lion about to attack you in the forest in Africa, that's a different story. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, fear from a daily way of being. It stops you from creating and certainly can lead to stress and anxiety about the future. And we know that worrying about the future is something that's out of your hands, so why would you want to worry about something that's really really just a story, I suppose, that we create in our heads as opposed to something that's solid, factual, and in the present? So when operating in fear, actions become about survival. You know, survival, as I mentioned, is very important in the forest or in the jungle, but, uh, you know, on a day-to-day level, that's a different conversation. That is why entrepreneurship is almost like an act of citizenship where you overcome your fear. You know, along the way, you become more resilient. And, of course, you know, you've got a lot of self-benefits and family benefits that would come out of that. But on a broader scale, you're also adding a lot of value to the community and you're helping the uh, the economy to do the same. So without entrepreneurs, government cannot collect taxes. Uh, Without taxes, you can't build hospitals, you can't build schools, etc. Without hospitals and schools, we become a third world nation. So entrepreneurship is definitely an essential component of our whole system, but it's actually a lot more than that. And at times it gets undervalued for whatever reasons, and many of those reasons in my experience are political. You know, entrepreneurship is freedom. Entrepreneurship is about creating your own destiny. Uh, and entrepreneurship is about taking uh, responsibility and accountability of your life. And it's great to see a lot of people doing that today, and especially a lot of young people. I think that's exciting and certainly something we want to support for the future. So if you're looking to begin your entrepreneurial journey, now is a great time to think about how you can create an impact. Uh, I will share some ideas with you, actionable steps you can do today to further your entrepreneurial journey. But before you get started, um, of course, every journey needs a map. It needs a journey map. So the first thing we suggest is, of course, get your foundations right. Make sure your foundations are solid. What does that mean? Well, certainly you can get started. It doesn't have to be perfect or anything like that. But foundations are important because no different to when you're building a house. If the foundations are loose like that, you know, every time you put a brick in the wall, it's not um, uh, cemented properly, the foundations will eventually collapse. So you've got to get the foundations right. And, of course, the next bit would be about, you know, what are you hoping to offer that's going to make a difference out there? What What does, you know, your product or service look like? Uh, and, of course, that comes down to then working out, you know, how you're going to make uh, this product or service to be different out there and, and what's going to make it stand out in this ocean of many, many different products and services that potentially all look the same. 
So you got to get clear on that. But, you know, the biggest on the entrepreneur journey, my experience, is the mindset. It's about attitude. It's about – and what I say to people is, and this is very important, in whatever you're doing, I mean, of course, this lends itself also to the corporate world and really life in itself. It's how bankable is your attitude? You know, is your attitude so bankable that I would invest in it? Uh, you know, and that's – and that you're going to need that in the, in the entrepreneurial journey, especially also if you've come from a very straight corporate environment because that environment has different sort of uh, safety nets attached to it where entrepreneurship hasn't got many, you know. So that's where, again, you got to get really clear on that. Uh, and, of course, you know, that's where also I go back to your foundation because if your foundations aren't strong, then you're potentially building on quicksand. The next one is to develop your skills. And I have a, you know, a saying around that. And I say basically, it doesn't matter where you're at, always be an apprentice, even when you've become the master. And what I mean by this, well, of course, if you're a young person just getting into something new, you're automatically an apprentice. You know, don't believe the rubbish that you would read that, you know, you're going to become a billionaire by, you know, in 24 hours because you've learned something new online. You know, always be the apprentice, we say, even when you become the master. And also in developing your skills, you know, find mentors, find people that you respect, trust, and like that can specifically teach you some of the skills that you're not so good at yourself. The moment you take, and this is very important from a psychological point of view, the moment you think you're not an apprentice anymore, there's an element that makes you stop learning. Okay, and that's where the ego comes into play. So it doesn't matter how good you are at what you're doing. You know, take on the, the, the hat of the apprentice. You know, really, really use that as an opportunity to learn, ask great questions and be curious. Uh, and in my experience, that will certainly help you eventually become the master that you're possibly aspiring to, assuming you're not a master already. And number three, what we say is reach out. Now, what does reach out mean? Well, reach out really means, in this context, connect with great people that have the runs on the board. You know, I mean, we mentioned earlier about life is too short. So, you know, it's definitely too short to hang around with blood-sucking vultures. You know, so what that means is reach out to people that give, you know, the givers. You know, become a giver yourself. You know, be abundant in your being. Um, because when you operate that way and you you give value to people, it attracts like nothing else. Uh, you don't, you know, and it's more, and if you look at it from a marketing point of view, it's not a push approach. It's more, a, you know, it's a pull approach. People are coming to you. They're being pulled in, right, um, nicely, as opposed to you, you know, crunching them online like we get daily um, or, you know, spamming people and so on. Reach out from the point of view of, you know, adding some real value. Yes, it does take a little bit more time, but what we're talking about here is sustainability. You know, it's sustainable relationships uh, that you're connecting with in your reaching out as opposed to anything that's too flimsy and uh, lightweight. The show is almost over. Thank you for listening. 
I hope this episode has given you some insights and inspiration. You can all find me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John Underline Michael, on LinkedIn as John Michael, and on Facebook as Image Group International. If you need my help on your entrepreneurial journey, please email me and I will be happy to work with you. The email is on the description of the episode. Thank you all, and I look forward to chatting again next week. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.